Welcome to Aging Intelligently, where we walk with you down the path of getting older as together we climb those obstacles that seem insurmountable. Information and preparation can change your health and mentality about aging. Certified Advanced Practitioner of Elder Law, Attorney Robert W. Haley and his wife, Cricket, a certified elder care coordinator, yoga teacher, and master's figure competitor, share their journey from fat to fabulous. Robert and Cricket discuss their research, personal experience, and interview other experts in the fields of elder law, care management, finance, nutrition, fitness, and even travel, so you too can be holistically well and secure wherever life may lead you. Now, let's continue our journey. like to thank our newest sponsor, Crunchy Hydration. They have four light refreshing flavors which are matched to each chakra center. Ingredients include amino acids, extracts of green tea, hemp, chamomile, holy basil, and Himalayan salt, nourishing your body while you rehydrate. I really enjoy my Crunchy Hydration treats not only because it fits easily into my meal plan, but matches the aging intelligently goal of having a healthy lifestyle with purpose. Crunchy Hydration, mindful hydration that fuels the brain and uplifts the soul. For 15% off your order, use the code CRICKET15 at crunchyhydration.com. Hi, and welcome again to another edition of Aging Intelligently. This edition is our first webcast, and we hope you like this. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> If you don't know us, my name is Cricket Haley. I am the law firm administrator as well as care manager. And then this is my husband. Robert Haley, managing attorney of the Estate and Elder Law Center. Okay. And you are a preeminent elder law attorney in the nation. Um, so we feel very comfortable um, speaking on uh, the Britney Spears conservatorship because we handle quite a bit of guardianships and conservatorships. We do. Our practice usually centers around elderly. Mm -hmm. We do not serve young people, um, however. So um, in this case, someone Britney's age would not be somebody we deal with. However, seldom. her diagnosis was dementia. Yeah, we, at we do. At 26. Yeah, and... We do represent parents most of the time. If they have a special needs child that is about to turn 18, we will help them get a guardianship or a conservatorship established. But those folks are autistic. Uh, they may have Down syndrome. You know, these are kids that have trouble with capacity. And they're turning 18, which will make them adults. So their parents have to take steps to uh, make sure that, that someone is there to make their decisions and manage their finances. Uh, I don't think Miss Spears was autistic or had Down syndrome or any sort of special needs. Have you, and so that was nothing to do with this case. Have you ever had, can you think of any time, when you lose capacity, when you have a capacity evaluation, you're actually in the state of Virginia, okay? This, this case was in California. So in the state of Virginia, when you lose your capacity, you lose the right to vote, the right to have arms. Most of the time, you lose your, you, you lose your right to have a gun. Sometimes you can uh, retain your right to vote. 
Uh, but because, it has to have special. But across right. the board, those are like yeah, you just lose your right to drive. You lose the right to have any sort of decision-making right. power for yourself. That's why these these cases are very, very important, and they're not to be taken lightly. Because, as you said, you lose almost all of your civil rights. Have you ever had a case where the person to be named the, the ward, you know, that is going to have a guardianship, that they are over 21 and they have a job? Uh I've had one attempted. I was actually the guardian ad litem in that case where parents moved in and tried to attempt to get guardianship and conservatorship over their daughter based on a lot like this. They didn't like what she was doing. They didn't like the church she was going to. They didn't like things like that. And after five hours of testimony, they found out that bad judgment was not a cause for guardianship or conservatorship. Exactly. And the court declined. Exactly. I just cannot believe that this case went as far as it did. It it made me angry. So what we did was we actually watched Britney versus Spears on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then I also had an article. I read several articles. One of the best ones that I found online was an article um, by Abby Gardner written September 30th in the Celebrity News. It's on Glamour.com. She actually did a good article explaining the whole thing. Why don't you give me a synopsis real quick of the timeline for this, if you don't mind. I haven't looked at any of the legal filings or anything other than what was shown in the documentary. But based on that and based on that article, uh, it led one to believe that somewhere in 2008, Britney Spears had an episode and she went into a psychiatric facility. They kind of inferred that that was an involuntary commitment, but I don't know that for sure. But she goes into a psychiatric ward. It appears that is what triggered the original petition for conservatorship from her family. Okay. Now, I am familiar with involuntary commitments in Virginia. Because you're a judge for right, that. Right. So you regularly do that. Right. But that's not you know, what this That was. is a temporary, usually a temporary incapacity, because most of the time these are not chronic cases. Some are chronic, but most there's an acute emergency. A person goes in for treatment, whether voluntarily or involuntarily. They have their meds managed, they get back on track, and they get go back they go back out. They go to work. Right. They, they're raising their kids. Right. You know, that was a temporary thing. Now, you do lose some rights in such an involuntary uh, commitment. Basically, you, you lose your right to have a gun. That's the big thing. If you've been committed psychiatrically, you can't have a gun. But that's the only thing you lose. You but don't, you don't lose. Like, you don't lose your right to decide anything. You don't lose your right to drive. You don't lose any of that. You don't lose your right to work. You don't lose your right to manage money. You don't no. lose your right to be stupid. No. So, and exactly, and, and remember this, bad judgment is not incapacity. Right. People are free in the United States to make bad decisions. Well, if, if bad judgment was against the law, I guess we would have to shut down the home shopping network. <laughs> because, because I've had lots of people end up with lots of boxes from the home shopping network that really weren't needed. But so, so 2008, 2008, a temporary conservatorship was put in place. Now, also remember this about California. California, there are two conservatorships. Conservatorship of the state, 
the estate, excuse me, which the conservator is in charge of the money and business. They manage their money. They pay their bills. They do all of that. And they have to account for and all of that. And that's a conservatorship. Right. What we in would Virginia, call that we would Virginia. call that a conservatorship, just a flat conservatorship. The money. In California, there's also a conservatorship of the person, what some states would call a guardianship. This is the person who has total control over the body, where the body resides, where what doctors will treat the body, what medicine will go into the body. They, they have all those medical decisions and all of that power. So Ms. Spears first lost that, all of those rights on a temporary basis, okay? Now, quite frankly, I don't have any problem with that because she did come out of a psychiatric commitment there may have been needs to put things in place temporarily. temporarily. And so up to there, it may be a little over, over, overdrawn or overbearing, but I, I can see it up to there. Right. Then we get into the petition to make it permanent. And I'm not sure, again, from the, the, the documentary, whether it was the temporary proceeding, I think it was the temporary proceeding, that... They also asked that the court waive the five-day notice period that, in this case, Britney Spears would have had to know that somebody's bringing a case against you. You've got at least five days that you could have hired counsel and you could have fought this petition. And they didn't notify her, and she didn't get the chance to get That's her correct. own because the attorney. notice the notice was waived. And they put the temporary conservatorship into place before she even knew what was going on. I think in the, the, the documentary, they spoke to a gentleman that was with her at the time and they got to call, come home. Yeah. That it was like a manager or something. And it like was that, a done they deal. Were like it was a friend or a manager or somebody something. Somebody they were afraid was right. undue influence. That but was how they used, that is how they got the waiver of the notice. They claimed that this gentleman was some sort of imminent threat yeah. to Britney Spears. But undue influence, and I think they actually use those words of undue influence in the documentary, that has no that has no bearing on this, does it? Well, it could, but you you can't prove undue influence until it's happened. But you and can't it's after the fact. Exactly. So you they just took her rights away from that point forward. And right, because Jamie the hus the the daddy. Uh, the daddy was involved in this from the get-go. That's right. Yeah, so he was just like, I think he's really the villain in this case. Right, and and because they waived the issue and some doctor filed saying she had dementia, that also triggered finding that Miss Spears, well, her incapacity was so great, she could not understand and cooperate with an attorney, so therefore she even lost the right to hire her own attorney. Right. So she was stuck with a court-appointed lawyer, where in Virginia, we would call that office a guardian ad litem, somebody who was appointed by the court to protect the potential ward's rights. In this case, this gentleman, in my mind, failed miserably, except for generating fees, because over the total course of the conservatorship until he resigned earlier this year, he got paid over $3 million in legal fees. And he never once brought anything on behalf to advocate on behalf of Britney Spears to say, this is wrong. I have repack capacity. I should be restored. He never did anything like that. 
And, and there were instances in the movie where she even tried surreptitiously to hire other attorneys. She was filing court briefs, signing them in bathrooms and public restrooms, and then trying to get them filed. But somehow they never got filed. Her father or somebody in that orbit would find out about it and it would get quashed. They would always um, state that she didn't have the capacity to hire her own attorney. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over, they kept saying because she didn't have capacity. But my issue with that is that they used a supposedly a retired geriatric physician, geriatric psychiatrist, psychiatrist to, but it was a geriatric psychiatrist. Number one, why is a retired doctor even involved? Number two, why is, why are they using a geriatric physician? Right. At the time this happened, she was, I think 26 years old. Yeah. 26 <laughs> and dementia. If you know what dementia is, it's, it's a, it's a progressive disease. It does not get better. You might have a good day, but you're not going to have good years. Right. You know, it's going to continually get worse and worse. Right. It doesn't happen at 26. The other thing that, that struck me throughout the, the documentary is there was no mention of the judge. Where is the judge in all of this looking at this and not seeing red flags everywhere? everywhere? Uh, I mean, the first obvious one is dementia diagnosis for a 26-year-old. You know, maybe the court needed to order an independent evaluation at that time while it was still temporary. Yeah. That would have made total sense. I'm going to grant you the temporary conservatorship based on wanting to protect Ms. Spears but during this temporary time, I'm going to find out what's going on. Well, they had they keep referring to the medical team that kept evaluating her situation. And the medical team kept giving them reports saying that, that you know, these things were detrimental or it wasn't safe for her to be able to make these decisions. And yet she's doing all of these tours. She's creating the choreography and teaching it. So she's this creative powerhouse who's right. capable of organization and thought and preparation. And yet she has dementia. Yeah. I kind of, and actually going through all of this, you kind of get this vibe that Miss Spears was under uh, involuntary servitude because not only has her rights been taken I'm away, she is, she is working for the conservatorship, bringing money in for her conservatorship. And she was getting a salary of $8,000 a month, while her father, the conservator, was getting a salary of $16,000 a month. It was double. And it was that, watching that video just made me really angry. I'm not like a Britney Spears fan because, oh, not at all. you know, but I, I'm ready to put free Britney on my car. Right. <laughs> well, you know, we talked about the movie. Horrible. You know, uh, we talked about the movie. I, I care a lot. Yes. And that was fiction. And that was fun. This was real. And you're still wondering, where's the judge? Who are these physicians? Well, the, where's the state of California in approving uh, accountings where the conservator is making double of what the ward is making, who's bringing in $34 million a year? Uh, and then there was all of these other additional people that were working for the conservatorship. Oh yeah, there were lots of clingers. You know, in our case around here with people with low income or everything, you know, the, everybody knows when the check comes in because you have friends until the money's all gone and then they go somewhere else. Same thing in this thing, it's just a lot more. When there's money around, there's gonna be hangers on that are gonna come and try to get in on that gravy train. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was it was truly frightening to think that a judge would sit on the bench and not see the red flags that occurred for this. I think a lot of it was Jamie Spears had very high-powered attorneys, high-priced attorneys, very good attorneys. And while Britney Spears was not allowed to retain her own counsel, she stuck with this guy that has basically been assigned to the case. No one knows what's in his mind, but one can uh, infer a possibility that this man goes, as long as this conservatorship is going on, I'm making money. If this conservatorship is stopped, my meal ticket stops. So it's a terrible thing to say. And who knows what was in his mind? He maybe could have meant best, had the best best intentions of all, and was just incompetent. Again, I, I think he, he might have been receiving a kickback too. I don't know. It seemed like everybody was getting a kickback. I don't know about that. But, but he was getting paid by the court. He didn't need a kickback. He was getting fees. There's a, a part in, a couple parts really, in the movie where they talk about her getting to ride in her own car. She gets to drive her right. car. But, but that was under a controlled supervision of the conservatorship. She was taken to like an isolated place in the desert and she was allowed to drive her convertible for the purpose of filming. And she was so so excited because she was getting to drive her car, but it was all controlled by her father. They took her out to where her car was and let her drive and be filmed. And then she got back in and and they took her back. She's been treated as a prisoner. And, you know, as as you start to feel empathetic for her during the the movie you get to know more and more about her and how she has literally had to hide how she feels about this because if you think about how you would feel to lose your rights Mm -hmm. and to not be able to choose to spend your money or even to work or you know she couldn't say that she was depressed she couldn't say that she was suicidal um, which I would have been. I mean, if I were in that case and I was kept under the constraints that she was being kept under, I would have been so depressed. I would have been suicidal. But she couldn't actually even say that because then that would have given them fuel for the fire and proven that she right. was unstable. Right. And one other thing that, that just makes your blood boil is all of Jamie Spears' attorneys that were representing him throughout this conservatorship were being paid through Britney's conservatorship estate. So and Brittany was basically forced to finance her father's action against And her. he calls it her exorbitant lifestyle or something like that, that it takes all these people to be able to manage her lifestyle when she's like one of the lowest paid people in the whole organization. Of the conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah, she's only making $8,000 a month. You know, it, like I said, it reminded me of the movie, but unfortunately this was a true story. And it just shows you... At least in California, there are still terrible holes in the system that would allow things like this to happen. And more so, obviously, Britney Spears' father, by bringing this action and continuing this action, bears the blame of the proximate cause. Ultimately, in my mind, being an attorney, the courts of California let her down because there is no way you could prove to me there would have to be some serious medical records to show me that this woman who was making albums, who was teaching choreography, who was doing all of these tours, designing everything, uh, arranging everything herself, was incapacitated to the point where she needed this. Because also remember this, 
even when you get into this system of guardianship or conservatorship, the court is always supposed to look for the least restrictive alternative. And in this case, the court failed that totally. And I think there were even points in the, the movie where Brittany may have agreed, I might have needs, needed someone to manage my money. I can see that. She does say that. What, what, what she was really upset about was the control of her person. And that's where the courts let her down the most. There is no way that that could not have been structured in a lesser restrictive way. It, it doesn't make any sense. When they are first instituting a temporary situation like this because of the psych commitment, mm -hmm. it's because very often you are, I think the criteria is that you are a threat to yourself or to others. Right. Or, right? or so incapacitated you can't care for yourself. Right. That you're not able to eat or you're not able to keep yourself right. clean. You're to not able to take your own medicines. On, yeah. yeah. Things like that that are truly detrimental that can really end your life sure. in a in an accidental way but they're telling us that she's that far gone yeah and know. has been for how many years has this gone on well it went on it, it it's still going the, the the next hearing will be i think november 12th and that hearing will decide whether or not the conservatorship ends well i do know that on september 29th they had another hearing and they ruled that Jamie be removed. Right. He's so gone. Jamie was removed. And I right. believe Ingham actually he resigned, resigned and they allowed Brittany the capacity to retain her own counsel so for the first the, time. It's all still going on right. and new people have stepped into place, but we're hoping I'm hoping that November that they will totally terminate the conservatorship. Well, so you know, Brittany, at, least, at least for the person, she, she certainly doesn't need it. She, they may, you know, again, you could structure something that's very least restrictive uh, regarding her money. You know, they could say, she can pay get management. A, she can get a money. That could yeah, be, but that could be court manager. order. The court, the court could order that, that a money manager be hired. Then Ms. Spears hire a money manager and they report to the court for a period of time and they see how things are going before they totally let it go. I, I don't but, remember But certainly them. not to the point where uh, Britney Spears is getting $8,000 a month from her conservatorship. I, I don't remember them ever once stating what she had done monetarily that made them think she was incapable of managing her own funds. Right. They never, ever say that at all. They never say, well, she went out and she gave, you know, all this money away or she was blowing it on, you know, right. frivolous they, they, things. Yeah. They never give any proof. Yeah, they made it sound like. These two, there were two guys in there. I can't remember their names, they were just, but there were two guys there and they made it sound like that these were the guys that were trying to take advantage of her. But nowhere did these documentarians find anything where Brittany had paid them any kind of money, much less anything exorbitant. It complete. It seems to be completely unfounded. So I would be against even going forward on the conservatorship. Right. She's how many years older now? 13. 13 years older. It's time to let her learn to have her own life. I yeah. mean, she's literally like always been a prisoner. Yeah. Well, everybody, you know. And if she went hog wild and bought a freaking jet, why can't she? She's a millionaire. Right. You know, I mean. Wasting money is not a criteria to have your rights taken away. Exactly. If you want to spend it all tomorrow, who would blame her? Yeah. It's her right to make those decisions, whether they are good decisions right. or they agree with daddy or not. And, and the other thing is, of course, this, 
when all this free Britney stuff started popping up, of course, Congress had to get involved because they think they have to get involved in everything. This is one of those cases where it's so bad, you don't want to make law because of this case. The courts handled it terribly. To, to go in and think now we have to just destroy the entire guardianship and conservatorship system and start all over again is, is not how to do it. No, it works fine for it, those it people. It goes when back it's done to right. me. I'm always looking, the judge is in control of the court. Where was the judge? That's true. That's true. The laws were there. Where was the judge? And if you guys want more information about this, I do recommend you go back and listen to our very first podcast, um, which is on Anchor and on uh, all the major podcast platforms. It is not a part of the web show, but it was on the movie I Care A Lot. And that movie was really scary. It was about yeah, a, a care were, manager. And they were making fun of the, the guardianship system and the way it could be gained. Well, you know, because it was a funny movie. I, I, I enjoy it. It's not really funny, <laughs> but it, it's, it really is disturbing because they presented in such a way that, you know, there are fail safes put in place, checks right. and balances to help keep attorneys and doctors and other people from colluding together right. to steal it's, people's it's funds. It's the spoof of what has really happened in the case of Britney Spears. Well, in a way. And again, you're going, what are you doing, Judge? Yes. You, you believe this? Again, the judge, you know, didn't, he just signed off on whatever it was in front of him. I just, in her court cases, she kept being able to address the court and she would write this long letter where she pops it off, you know, very eloquently without mm -hmm. one little daughter tittle mistake. But this is a person who they won't listen to, who right. they assume has a lack of capacity. Right. I just cannot reconcile that in my okay. head. Well, thank you so much. Thank Do you. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, just keep up with it. And, and uh, the, the documentary is really good. Yeah, we may we may come back and do a um, follow-up on this case after her final court hearing. And then our next episode is going to be uh, going over conservatorships and guardianships for other celebrities who have had these sort of things and okay. whether we agree that they are appropriate or not. <laughs> Our opinion. So we hope you learned something. If you have questions or you want more information about something, feel free to send us a message either through the podcast or you can always find us on Instagram and all the other social media. Look for Aging Intelligently. This episode was sponsored by the Estate and Elder Law Center of Southside, Virginia, helping you prepare for generations to come. A relationship, not just representation. Find us at VAElderLaw.com. That's V-A-E-L-D-E-R-L-A-W.com. hope you enjoyed this conversation. Feel free to message us if you have any questions. Be sure to like and to follow Aging Intelligently on our Facebook, Instagram, and especially our podcast so you'll have all the latest updates. Thank you for joining us again.